back in on Canucks Central. We're in the mobile FinTech studio here at Sabon Foods Memorial Center in Victoria, day two of Canucks training camp. A couple of interviews coming up for you in this segment, Sergey Gonchar and Matt Irwin. Gonchar feels like the uh, man of mystery around these parts because he's not a full-time assistant coach, but every guy here, especially the defensemen, seem to rave about him anytime yeah. you ask him about Sergei Gonchar. I mean, if you, not only because everybody knows how great he was offensively, I think one of the things that I wouldn't say people were surprised by, but they keep impressing the point is like how smart a defender he was and the yeah. details he played with and, and his understanding of team defense. It's, you know, I guess sometimes we think of guys that were such offensive superstars as being like just this offensive powerhouse. And what really stands out is like how good of a teacher he always he also yeah. is. And you can see it here uh, at camp, actually, in that you know, day two first group was Group B and Quinn Hughes is yeah. part of that group. And you could see so often after drills, between drills, at the end of the skate, Hughes going over to mm-hmm. Gonchar and them going over a bunch of things. So this isn't about Sergey Gonchar going and helping Noah Juleson. Um, it's every player on the roster even the best player, the best defenseman on the roster, Quinn Hughes. Yeah, absolutely. And I know Quinn spoke about that last year as well. And I, I think, you know, for us, it's kind of fun. You know, you'll hear it when we talk to him. But like, you know, we, we grew up watching yes. Sergei Gonchar play. And I just, not, I want to say you get starstruck, but it's like, it's like, well, here's this guy who's, he's very soft-spoken and friendly, but you knew he was an absolute killer on the ice. Yeah, he was just uh, an incredibly dominant defenseman and a guy who should be in the Hall of Fame sooner rather than later. Let's get to it. It's Sergey Gonchar here on Canuck Central, and we started it off asking him how he's doing. Where are you good? Where are you good? It's how you guys doing? We're doing well. It's kind of surreal. Like, you know, growing up watching you, you helped all my fantasy teams win a bunch of championships. You were like the best offensive defenseman around. Um, it's pretty It's pretty cool to see you come full circle, and now here you are coaching up a bunch of young guys here. Yeah, it's a great feeling, you know, especially when you see the improving, you know, and you see the knowledge that you have uh, that you got. And they started using it and improving, they're getting better. And it's so rewarding. It's a great feeling. Well, you mentioned that because you guys came in as part of the coaching staff last year and you're working closely with the defense. But are you already seeing some of the things you're imparting that they're taking over already and, and they're working on those? Yes. That are them? Yes, yes, I do. I, I, I can see that the guys are, uh, you know, actually picking up stuff that we're teaching them. They're actually doing the stuff that we ask them to do. Uh, and I think it's going to be only better moving forward. I mean, they're more confident now. They uh, understand what, what we're expecting of them. I think they're going to improve and they're going to get be better and better. Now, this is a, a team that has struggled sometimes breaking the puck out of their own end, especially from the back end. What are some of the key concepts that, that can help players in, in those areas? Rob, get to the puck as quick as you can. You know, make sure that uh, you check your surroundings before you touch the puck. Make sure you know where the pressure is coming from. Obviously, you need to have those guys uh, be open and you know, come and help our D, right. make sure they present themselves. But I think that this is the key factor, you know, get there as, back as, as quick as you can. And then uh, you have to know where is everybody is and, uh, you know, and have to make that path as quick as possible. Well, you mentioned uh, the forwards being available. Do people sometimes not take that into account enough when it comes to breakouts? They, you look at the defense, like, well, why can't the defensive break it out? It's like, well, if you, don't, if you don't have an option or an outlet, like, what are you supposed to do? I agree with you 100%, especially nowadays. If you look at NHL, everybody's trying to apply pressure and put pressure as quick as possible. So if you're not there for your defense, you know, you're obviously outnumbered and you play against three, four guys sometimes. So that's why it's very important. And I think people considering that, that thinking about that as much, but uh, it's very important to be, you know, available for your uh, defense. Yeah. How much do you enjoy? Being a coach now, 
I enjoy it. I mean, I love it. If you think about it, I've been in hockey all my life. Uh, I started when I was six years old, which is kind of late <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Used to be early. It used to be early. Yeah, you're right. And I played till I was 41. So it was a long time. It's a, you know, pretty much all my life. And now I, you know, I'm doing it again. So yeah, it's something that I've been always doing and I always love to do. So enjoying it very much. Well, you, you know, like Dan mentioned, you were one of the most preeminent offensive defensemen in the league, but you always were a really good two-way defender and good defensively as well. But in terms of the skill sets, what is it like seeing some of these younger kids now coming up and, and how talented they are? We, we all know how good Quinn uses, but how big of a difference are you seeing in terms of the skill defensemen have now compared to when you came into the league? I, th- I think uh, if you look back, you know, you would look at the defense uh, and you would actually know right away, okay, this guy can create offense for you. And those, uh, you know, two, three guys, they always staying back and, you know, they either join the rush, right? So now if you look through the league, you would see the average defenseman is, uh, has more skill. He probably skates better. So I think overall NHL improved a bit on this. You know, we create, we, we actually have our defenseman. Every one of them can jump into the play. He can create some offense. I mean, Obviously, Quinn is a special player. He can create up in offense out of, you know, nothing seems like sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes he's under pressure with two guys, and then he comes out on the top and creates a scoring chance. So he's very unique in that. But uh, overall, I think uh, everybody in NHL coming into the NHL, most of the guys, I shouldn't say, I should say everybody, but most of the guys, uh, they have that ability to join the rush. They have ability to maybe create some offense. So I think overall, if you're looking, if you're comparing, uh, generations, I think now guys, uh, you know, the more rounded players, they can, you know, defend, but also join the rush. It's almost, uh, it's, it's common to see like uh, a defense would be like the, the fourth man in and really activate, almost play, uh, a guy like Quinn can play as a Rover because he can recover so well too. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. And you have to think about it, how well everybody defends defending now. So if there is uh, no that defenseman not joining the rush, it's really hard to create something. So that's why every time you have opportunity, you want our, that defenseman to join the rush to help our forward to create offense. And so we just like that we talked about on the breakouts, the forwards have to be available. But because of how much more skilled the defensemen are and how they're given the green light to engage, how much more how much more important do the forward rotations also become to cover for the defenseman and be able to stay as a five man unit, especially if you want the defense to be more active? It's very important. I, I think like if you. And the modern day, if you want to be successful, you have to play as a five-man unit. You know, I don't think you can really say that, you know, those guys are only going to be defending and then those guys are going to create offense. Everybody have to help each other. Everybody have to defend, help on the defensive side and offensive side. So it's why, you know, you're playing more as a five-man unit than, you know, just offense and defense. You know, de- defending is, uh, growing up, you would see the guys like Darian Hatcher or Scott Stevens, you know, they could throw the big open ice hit. They're hard to play against in front of the net. We were just talking with Carson Soucy, and he mentioned, I can be physical, but it's better for me when I kill the play with my stick early. Um, you know, is that sort of a development in today's game where the physicality, not that it's gone, but defenders have to know how to do it multiple ways? Well, it's always been part of the case. You know? Yeah, I would say it's a part of the game. I mean, like, your rules are changed. You have to remember that part, right? So there is not as many, you know, there's not as much grabbing. Sometimes when you look back, you know, the one guy, is he's kind of in the bottles, people hooking him, and then the second guy comes in and he drills him. So nowadays, you know, it's hard to set up a hit like this uh, just because of the rule changes. 
Uh, but yeah, in our part of it, uh, nowadays, we don't want to go in our zone. We don't want to, you know, get in the corner since, you know, let them in zone, in our zone and then start defending. So uh, what, what he was probably saying is that I, I didn't hear what you yeah. asked him, but he was probably talking about going through the neutral zone, even the in offensive zone. If you use that sick, if you create a turnover, instead of going to the defensive side and start defending in a zone, you actually can create turnover and play an offense. So it's what everybody trying to set up and create and, you know, and spend more time in our offensive zone than defensive zone. It's almost too late if you start your defending in a defensive zone, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now everybody's so good to give them a chance to play 60 minutes in a defensive zone. Does doesn't matter how good you are, you know, they're going to score. So this is something that you're trying to avoid as much as you can. Obviously, the team has changed a lot of personnel, especially on the back end. What does it see? How does the mix seem now for the defenseman and, and how... Interesting is is it as a coaching staff yourself and Gonchar to put the D pairs together and also have a defense that can play the style you guys want to play. Uh, I, I mean, it's great uh, to me. It seems like we have uh, more options now. To me, it seems like our guys uh, came in the camp and in great shape. I think uh, obviously it's really early to say you know who's going to play with who and how's going to end up you know pairing them. But at least now we have good options with the guys being ready. So it's uh, really exciting. I'm looking forward to the new season. How would you join Vancouver? Vancouver has always been one of my uh, favorite cities. You know, I will always, uh, anytime I'm in any city, I team I play for, I always, you know, when I'm here, you know, look at a city. Uh, I love seafood, sushi, all that stuff. So, You're the best so, place in the world. Yeah. Well, maybe outside of Japan. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I always was looking at the schedule and waiting when we're going to go there. Yeah. Yeah, Sergey, it's been uh, it's been awesome getting to talk to you and talk hockey. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. There is Sergey Gonchar joining us here on uh, Canuck Central, and uh, some really good insights from the Canucks associate coach. Oh, fantastic! And you know, as we kind of got into the interview a bit more, he he sh- shed some more light. And I, and I always like asking the guys about how much the game has changed and just how adept these players are at doing multiple things and. You just see the level has really increased, but also just in terms of how they want to defend and how they want the team to play together. Like, how often have we talked? We, we spoke about this how many times last year, where clearly, yes, the defense was problematic. I mean, they've revamped the entire defense pretty much. It's only, you know, Hughes and Myers back that are the constants that were here to start last season, right? But how, how seldom were the forwards available for outlets? How seldom was a puck support there to help out? And even in the offensive zone, how often did we see a, a defenseman pinch? Then rotation didn't happen. Yeah. And it's like, yes, it's. Clearly, the defense has to get better, and these defensemen have to do a better job. But sometimes it's not their fault. If they don't have an outlet to pass to, what are you supposed to do? And if you pinch and somebody doesn't cover you, it makes you look bad because, like, why did you pinch? But really, you have to have the support of your teammates to rotate and make sure that doesn't happen. And a lot of today's drills were simply about that, you know, breaking the puck out, staying together as a unit so that there is, uh, you know, a high percentage play, a high percentage pass that you can make to help get yourself out of the zone and playing offense. And that was a big part of the discussion there with Sergey Gonchar is staying on offense yeah. so that you don't have to play defense. And I think that's something we all welcome seeing the Canucks do more often than they have in recent years. Our next guest is Matt Irwin, coming home to play with the Vancouver Canucks, Victoria native. Uh, he's been one of the stars here at uh, Save On Foods Memorial Center. You can hear the big cheers when he's out there on the ice. Um, he's been a journeyman. He's worked for every 461 games that yeah. he played in the National Hockey League. And I got to say, a really great interview as well. Yeah. And you're going to hear this too. Just the mentality a guy like him has to have. A guy who's had to earn every single minute of any NHL time he's had. And 
just the attitude he has at this stage of his career coming back home. Uh, Matt Irwin of your Vancouver Canucks joining us here on Canucks Central. We started off by talking about him coming home to Victoria. I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing well. Awesome. You're, you're like the, the superstar around here, being the local boy. <laughs> I guess that's the only way to get there. <laughs> I don't know. It's been good, though. It's good to see a lot of familiar faces, the opportunity for everyone to come out and watch the Canucks, and I know how much this means to the community, so it's it's awesome. Coming home. Yeah. I mean, it's great. It's yeah. it's really cool for me. It's uh, Like I said, it's 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 really cool for me. It's cool for the kids in the community, the opportunity to see you know their idols up close and personal, um, see an old guy like me that... Uh, came from kind of their backyard so you know if that gives them a little bit of push a little bit of hope uh that's that's awesome you got a lot of uh friends and acquaintances coming by in the last couple of days here yeah there's been a few um today a little bit busier with the pro d day i think in town mm-hmm. um but you know just family close friends you know everyone's it loves hockey everyone loves the canucks around here um obviously they kind of follow me and my my tour of the league and um everyone's happy that i'm back playing for the, the local team and um, they can cheer for them by, I, again, I guess. <laughs> How much has it changed around here since you uh, first set out for your professional hockey career? Well, I come back here every summer. Yeah. Um, so we spend our off season out by the airport and, um, you know, I mean, it's just, it's such a nice place to come back to. Yeah. Um, you look at the weather today and the weather all summer. I mean, it's so similar to Vancouver, obviously. Um, but it's just quiet. It's, it's nice. It's a good pace for us. And, uh, you know, we just love coming back. I saw you mention at the Jake Milford that like you're not a great golfer and then you step up and just like crush the ball. So like, what's yeah. your standard for like not being good at golf? Wait, like, have, I wish I could swing, <laughs> swing yeah. the golf club. Well, like they, they didn't show where the ball landed, did they? No. <laughs> um, it was all good. And that was my best shot of the day by far. Yeah. Like I said, probably of my life. Um, that was my second time playing golf in all summer. I, yeah. I didn't re- get out here once locally, um, maybe once in California, but... Um, yeah, I guess the camera was on and pressure was on, so I had to do something. I mean, you can tell talking. You met pressure with pressure. Yeah, and that's uh, that's what they said, so it worked out. So hopefully I can do that in a game. So uh, the rest of the guys are golfing. What's what's matter when doing in his downtown? Um, for me, it's um, family. Yeah, it's uh, we got a five-year-old son, Beckham. He was born in Nashville, and our 18-month-old daughter, Lennon, was born in uh, Washington, D.C., so we're in it. We're in the thick of it right now, and Honestly, the off season for me is uh, relaxing with family, friends, um, and you know, give the wife a little bit of a break in terms of in terms of uh, watching the kids twenty four seven. Because once the hockey season starts, as you know, we're on the road a lot, and a lot lays on their lap. You've almost every camp have had to earn something, and you've almost always earned it. And what is it about this opportunity? Is well, great to come home, but also what it presents in terms of what you can provide on the ice. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, you nailed it. Uh, I'm pretty sure every camp I've had to make the team, um, haven't had that security of a, you know, a, a, a heavy contract or, a, you know, a long-term contract. So for me, the, the high, the most it's been is a two-year deal. Um, and even, even at that, it, it's something where I got to prove myself. And I think that's the mentality I've had, I've had to have, and it, it's something that I, I enjoy having. Um, it just makes you put your work boots on, go to work. Um, you know, especially when you've been on your seventh team, like me, you always got to make a good first impression. Um, you know, you, you, you're just bouncing around. So you're, you're finding new teammates, new coaching staff. So you just got, you got to, you got to put your best foot forward. And for me, that's something I enjoy. Um, I think I can bring a lot to this team in experience, um, both on and off the ice. I think I've been through, um, the, the ups and downs of a, a player in the league. Um, you know, having to adjust my role, being sent down, um, in and out of the lineup, how, how you control that, how you control your game so that when your number's called upon, if it's been after two weeks, three weeks, you step in and you can help your team win hockey games. So 
Um, I believe that's something that I've done and I've done, done it well. That's something I enjoy doing. And I understand that's where I'm at in my career. Um, and I think that's something I can bring to this team for sure. When I asked around a little bit, when, when you were signed with the people that I've worked with you in the past, they mentioned there's predictability and there's a real honesty to the game, but also the fact that you always know what to do within the system. And that gives you an advantage because sometimes it's not just about all the skills you have, it's about how you fit in, especially playing a structured style. You've been in Nashville, you've been in different places. How the, do you, did you evolve to a point where you have a really, I wouldn't say easy time, you say to work for it, but you can fit into a system and be a predictable player? I think a lot of it's personality, uh, being comfortable first in the room. And that comes with experience and age too. Uh, trust me, it wasn't right away my first couple of years in San Jose. You, you just kind of go there with your head down. I know what it's like to be those young guys and you're going into a room with a Joe Thorne, Patrick Marlowe, Dan Boyle, all great guys, still intimidating for a young guy. So um, the big thing for me is just, you know, being a good teammate, get in there, get to know your teammates, help the young guys out because I know what that's like and everyone's gone through it. And, and it's it's more or less, if everyone's feeling comfortable around each other, the product on the ice is going to be that much better, more comfortable, and that's going to translate into to more wins. Um, and so for me, that's that's kind of helped me. Um, and then it's just all about, you know, just paying attention to details. Details is huge in this game. Um, the game happens fast. Um, there's going to be mistakes. It's, it's learning from those mistakes. Try not to make them twice. Um, and don't be afraid to ask questions. And that, that's, everyone's here to help. Everyone has a common goal. Um, so ask questions and, and get comfortable so that when you're on the ice, everything comes second nature. Um, and, and for me, it's, it's that, that's kind of been the, the motto. And I've kind of lived by that for the last, well, 11 years, but, you know, even more so in the back half of my career. You mentioned adjusting your role to make it work. <laughs> what does that necessarily mean and, and how does that differ from place to place? Yeah, I mean, when I came into the NHL in San Jose, I was playing power play, um, getting opportunities on the second power play. If there's an injury on the first one, I'd be out on the first power play. Um, and then I went to Nashville and that top four was so dynamic and good that I wasn't going to get a look on the power play. And instead of sitting there going like, I should be playing over Roman Yossi, which isn't never going to happen, or Matias Eckel and P.K. Subban, Ryan Ellis, like you got to find your your niche. You got to find where you can fit in and help the team. And so that was me being the 5-6 role. Um, we had a great year that year. Obviously, we, we came two wins shy. We lost a talk in with Pittsburgh yeah. in the finals and, and such an experience. Um, so you just got to you gotta adapt. And, and then after that year, you just – you're kind of in that role and you just, you just kind of try to master it. And, and then years go by and you're getting older and you start coming in and out of the lineup. So you just got to get comfortable with that. And, you know, it, it's, it's hard, trust me, it's not easy. Um, and cause everyone wants to play. That's where you set out to do is play hockey games. And, um, but I've always said there's no better job in the world than playing in the NHL. If you're in the NHL, you're, you're in the NHL and it's, it's a dream come true. And so I know a million of my friends that would get the opportunity to just, you know, be in that locker room and what they do for it so for me it's all about enjoying the ride um and, and just taking on whatever's given me um help the young guys help the older guys um you know if it be that be that guy in the between that's kind of been around and and uh guys can lean on you mentioned Talkett and how you went up against that he was on the coaching staff with Pittsburgh what, what was your perception of him and what has it been like to be part of the group now playing under him yeah I mean you know I I, I I don't remember him much, of like watching him as a player. You know what he was like right. as a player, um, and that translates to coaching. Um, you know, I find that a lot with coaches. Um, if they play, typically how they played is how they're going to coach. It's the intensity, it's the details, uh, it's the little things, it's the understanding of the game that not everything's always going to go your way. 
It's how you you learn from those mistakes or learn from whatever happened. Some things are out of your control, but whatever's in your control, you know, learn from them, move on, and, and don't make them twice. Um, and I, my understanding, he was a heck of an honest player, and that's and so and he's an honest coach. He, he communicates well, um, and, and he, he's been there, and that's a big thing. It's when those little mistakes happen. Coaches that have been there understand that yeah that would that that happened fast but you know maybe you could do this or that or not just you know that was the play you should have made that from someone that hasn't really been around the game so to speak so this whole coaching staff has been around and that's really cool you know you got gaunch you got footy and you got mike um they've they've been around the game for so long and so that's only going to help us as a group um knowing their experience and knowing you know their winning pedigree um and that's all all that we strive to be you uh, you mentioned helping out young guys uh, at the same time, and this is the 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 interesting part about camp is yeah. you, you might be looked at as a veteran that some young guys want pointers from, but you're also trying to beat out some of these young guys yeah. for a spot on the roster. Mm-hmm. How does yeah. that play out? Yeah, it's a balance. Um, you know, it's my personality to help too. It's it's all it's all about we're a team, we're in the same organization, and we want everyone to do well. Yes, there's jobs at, on the line, um, and I get that, and I've, I've been around long enough to know that those guys are going to be deserving of opportunities too but for me I still want to play in the NHL and I think I can provide a lot to this team but that doesn't mean I'm not going to go out there and give a little pointers here and there yeah. um that would be you know rude of me mean of me um I want to see you guys succeed um it makes me feel good and, and the fact that I was able to help them maybe a little pointer here or there or just you know pick them up if they're you know if, if you know I know how intimidating NHL camps can be so um just just always being talkative uh be approachable um we're in it for the same reason. We want to compete. That's the beauty about hockey players. Um, but, you know, and, and they expect me to push them. I expect them to push me and, you know, let the chips fall where they lay. Uh, Matt, we really appreciate your time, man. Uh, awesome. Welcome home, and we'll Thank talk you. soon. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. There is Matt Irwin joining us here on uh, on Canuck Central. It's, you know, he's one of the players that's really right there battling for those final spots on the D, on the D course at. And honestly, it wouldn't shock me if he earns a spot. Now, I think if one of those guys, the younger defenseman, whether or, I mean, do we call Guillaume Breezeball a young defenseman anymore? But I feel like we do, but Breezeball's been here around. I mean, he's been around for a while. Well, the longest tenured Canuck outside of uh, Brock Besser, right? I mean, it it tells you a thing or two, right? But, you know, unless, I can see if a guy like Guillaume Breezeball, Noah Juleson, perhaps, even Christian Willannon, if it's a tie with those guys, I can see how Banker would, would prefer to have them up and not risk it. I don't know if Irwin gets picked up on waivers if that happens. But I do think, like, if those guys aren't ready for it, don't show it, there's going to be a real consistency to how Matt Irwin plays, a real predictability to how he plays. And we know how coaches like players that they can just rely on. 15 minutes a game, 16 minutes a game, the right type of attitude. It's such a safe way to go. So I think, you know, when it comes to those guys, and he spoke about being a um, being somebody that can be a mentor as well, but a guy who's competing, it's like, you better compete hard because yeah. he's going to take your spot if you're not ready. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost like he's defenseman version of Alex Chason a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Because <laughs> Chason was like, he was he was making sure that he was on the roster and he yeah. wasn't going to do anything to take it away from him. And he turned out, you know, scored over 10 goals that year. is yeah. like, fine. And, you know, Irwin can be a real value to a team like the Vancouver Canucks. All right, still to come, uh, more exclusive interviews on Canuck Central. You'll hear from Brock Besser, Noah Juleson, Arsteep Baines next on Sportsnet 650.